Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. How many tattoos is too many tattoos? Because apparently somebody who's covered from head to toe in Nothing but tattoos is saying that we are a little bit, well, people are a little bit too judgmental when it comes to other people's appearances. And a person joins us on the line right now. Now, the original name was Matthew, but I'm going to try and get this right. Matthew, is it legally now King of Inkland, King Body Art, the Extreme Inkite? Now, have I, have I is, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Thanks for having me as well. But Body Art is a lot shorter because I'm covered in the stuff and it's in the middle of my legal name. So, yeah. So we can call you Body Art then? That's fine, yeah. Oh, grand. So, where did what sort of where did the name come from? So, uh, yeah, the name originally was uh, it, it was a lot shorter. It was um, it was just body art, the extreme body artist. Even though I can't draw and I'm not a tattoo artist, uh, back in my entertainment wrestling days, I'm a retired wrestler. So, and it just evolved. So, I, ch- I legally changed it twice. Wow, you've got the most oh. interesting life ever. Yeah. <laughs> So you're an extreme... So, so tell us about the wrestling quickly. <laughs> Were you doing that professionally, full-time? Yeah, yeah. I've always... Uh, I, I grew up with uh, Hulk Hogan dropping leg drops on people, watching it on TV, <laughs> not like, you know. And then um, my, my granddad would take me to, to watch, like, you know, the giant haystack stuff here, yeah. in, here in the UK and stuff. So, yeah, I've grown up. And now I've got friends that have been signed by uh, the big, big, big company, WWE, because I've got a UK um, a UK circuit now. So, yeah. Amazing. That's a very yeah. cool career to have, isn't it? Yeah, much better than Office 9 to 5 anyway. Better stories. <laughs> much nah, better nah, stories. Good. You know. So the transition then into body art, mm-hmm. how did that come about? So um, I was half the legal age, uh, 18, obviously, you see people like younger now being towed and stuff. I think celebrities have had a massive influence on it. Uh, but yeah, I was nine. Uh, I loved art from a from a kid. I mean, look, you you've got people that know what they want to do. Like Lewis Hamilton knew he wanted to drive cars. Um, we, we go back years. Like like I don't I don't, I don't know if um, Neil Armstrong knew he wanted to walk on the moon. But you know, what I'm saying I knew I wanted like some kind of pictures on my body from from a young age. Uh, I was very lucky. Um, my, my family were quite, you know, not well off, but good. And we travelled the world. Um, I, I, this is giving my age away now. I've been on Concord. Not many people can say that. Uh, I've God, accumulated yeah. a world record. Yet again, not many people can say that. Uh, and that's to do with the tattoos. But I'm very well travelled. So um, I came across different cultures. Uh, I've got family in Australia. When I went to New Zealand, saw the Maoris. Yeah. That was really interesting. 
Um, so, yeah, it just the tattoo thing was the first thing, and then seeing different cultures and body modification just, just followed. It was, like, natural. What was the first tattoo you ever got? Uh, I joke, actually, this, this is a good one. I joke that I've got, like, a, you know, the, the book Where's Wally, Where's Waldo, and yeah. people have to look through a million objects <laughs> or a million people. For yeah. a, I actually say I've got one of those on me, so you have everyone, everyone looking for one. And I've got a British Bulldog uh, tattooed on my uh, right arm, which was the first one, and it... Yeah, I left it blank for years. I think when, when I went into the tattoo studio, it had, the, had England or something written in there or something. And uh, I left it blank. I didn't want the writing on there. So uh, years later, only about, I think, eight years ago, I had first tattoo put in there. Very cool. Now, you're, you're head to toe in tattoos, as you said. I don't, well... <laughs> Uh, that's that's what um, that's what it looks like. Yeah, on the skin, the largest living organ, but my muscle tissue is also inked, which is the eyeballs. So yeah. And would you call it oh. an addiction? Like, would you say that you're addicted to getting but, your but body? Any clean? kind of addiction is not good. Um, and there have been people that have come out and said they're addicted to it. Like David Beckham, I think, has actually multiple times said he's addicted to it, and other people. Uh, I'd kind of challenge that personally because I've actually been towed for. Almost 12 months now, personally. So, um, and the difference is I've probably had now, I'm probably more, if there is an addiction to it, I'm probably more addicted to actually having them removed, which is, uh, I think I th- I think that'll be another interview for another night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, um, why am I having them removed? To evolve and put new stuff on, because I'm multi-layered of ink anyway, toes over toes, and sometimes you see a design that you can't put over, oh, yeah. you know, so, yeah. Do you know how much it's you've spent? Uh, lots of money. <laughs> I, I've not kept, uh, you know, the odd, uh, the odd little tattoo studio. You get away with a forty-pound tattoo for something, something tiny, perhaps the size of your thumb. Uh, if you're a giant, your thumb's a bit bigger, obviously. <laughs> uh, or, or a day sitting that can cost anything up to a thousand pounds. So you know, yeah, a lot of money. Really. Do you have any like ballpark? Would you say is it more or less than ten grand? Is it? Oh, it's running, running, running well, well into into excess of that. So, yeah. Oh God! Money. Um, I want to just ask you about the eyeball things. Like you have dyed, is it the whites of your eyes have been yeah. tattooed or so, inked black? So it's known as eyeball tattooing. I'm very uncomfortable with that. I accept that it's out there as that, and I can see why. Uh, and then you also have people that have had it done that are explaining it as eyeball tattooing. That had their ta- their eyes tattooed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it's it's not done with a tattoo machine whatsoever. It's it's, it's a non regulated surgical procedure that you can't really book in with a tattoo sh- uh, studio. And opticians are going to be against it. Full stop. They're not going to do it. At uh, you know, you go for your eye test. You can't say roll in and book in for your eyes to be done. It's a very dangerous, risky procedure where um, blindness is, you know, a potential. I'm talking to a girl actually in Belfast at the minute who's, uh, she just contacted me out of concern uh, just a few days ago. Um, She's got, like, anxiety and other stuff, so I can see why she was concerned. But her swelling's gone down now. I gave her some practical advice, though. So she got it done as well, and she's obviously worried now that she is she yeah, suffering she, she with a bit of. She had them both done. She had them both done at the same time. I I, I left one for two years, but my optician because I had an I I I went done a, as common sense as you can common sense with mm. you know the the extreme. Uh, I had an eye test uh, a few days before having the procedure because last thing you want is a problem, and then yeah. medical staff or hospital are going to say 
brought this on yourself when you could have had an eye condition unknown to yourself. So then I had an eye test uh, about a month after the swelling went down and my light, because I was suffering from light sensitivity, which is something that I was told, you know, only on the experience of people that had had it before. Mm. So uh, I was experiencing the healing process the way other people had had and had some other stuff. Um, and then just having the one done, my optician said, you know, your non-ink dye ball could start playing up beforehand. And, and he's right, you know, it's like surgery. If you go in under the knife or a hernia or anything, um, people people don't die as often as they used to on, on like general surgery, but, you know, there's still a risk. And then there's obviously more of a risk with, you know, these surgical, you know, these cosmetic surgery procedures. And How exactly, as you said, it's not, <clears throat> is it done with a needle? How do you get the ink to dye the eye? So it's a syringe. Uh, and it's it's literally people say God that must have been painful. What's the worst, most painful tattoo you've ever had? God, it must be the eye. They, they, they answer the question for you before they've asked it. You right, know? Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's it's one of them. And um, strangely, it being uh, muscle tissue with liquid in, unlike the skin and everything and the tone. And obviously, you got bad the eyes, the optical um, nerve to to the brain and everything. Uh, it's it's the most terrifying mental pain. I could explain that you can probably imagine in your head, hence why everyone must think it. But when it happens, it's not painful at all. You, you don't you don't really feel anything. It's just that nervous, mm. terrifying pain in your head that you're, you're that you're more than likely feeling uncomfortable than anything. And there is a difference between being uncomfortable and being in pain. And is does it affect your eyesight at all? Like, is there any? Any difference in in what you're what you can see? I so guess. I've I I mean I before had my first eyeball done six and a half years ago because there's two years between each one. Mm. Um, I I had reading glasses and and I don't really like wearing them. I, when I do wear my reading glasses, I, I tend to take the odd selfie or something just to pose, look like a, a tattooed accountant or <laughs> or something silly. You know what I mean? But um, in, fact, in fact, we're coming on to the girl thing shortly. But a lot, a lot of my friends and some girls find me more attractive with my glasses. Very very strange, that, isn't it? You know, like Clark Kent, Superman. <laughs> kind of yeah, like, who's this man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no. Um, I think th- I think when I have my eye test every twelve months, I, th- I think regulations here in England they suggest you have eyes your eyes checked up every two years. Mm. And uh, me and my uh, optician went along. We'll, we'll keep on it. I mean, I pay I pay to have my eyes tested. You know what I mean? Mm. So every every twelve months, it's just uh, just to keep a you know on top of my health really. Um, l- let's say your optician turns around and says. Come here, body art. This isn't working out. Um, there's something wrong here. Is this reversible? Uh, we believe we believe it's put, unlike uh, organ tissue. With the advances in technology, I've seen massive advances in laser technology. Um, I'm not going to drop names, but I've got a sponsorship with an LA Los Angeles uh, tattoo laser removal company, uh, and thankfully I have because God, that stuff's expensive. Yeah. I think there was an article a number of years ago. I spent about six thousand pounds on tattoo removal. God, could you imagine how much I spent now? Um, so, so yeah, um, I've seen advances in that technology, but uh, we do believe it's pretty permanent. But my uncle's undergoing laser eye surgery. Mm. Um, he wears he wears glasses as well, but uh, he's he's seeing uh, 
um, like floaters and stuff now from it, and uh, they believe he might be going blind because of the laser technology. Um, you know, literally burning his eyes. I've seen I've seen terrible laser tattoo removal stuff where people's skin's been burnt and everything. You know what I mean? So you can imagine that technology kind of being zapped into your eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's just a. Uh, just one of at the minute we believe it's permanent and it's been around for thousands of years, believe it or not. Just just a number of us know about it. Okay, so you've obviously had years of inking yourself and mm. getting tattoos that are pretty much covering the majority uh, of your skin. Yeah. So your face is completely covered in tattoos. You have the tattooed eyeballs now, or the, the dyed eyeballs, for want of a better word. You've also got your, your tongue split as well and... The, the, obviously, the reason we got in touch with you because we've seen you've come out and said that. God, uh, I suppose what what has been over the years the reaction from um, the opposite sex towards you and your tattoos and stuff. Well, not not just the opposite sex. I mean, I'm I'm a straight guy. I'm into women. You know what I mean? Always have been. But um, I I've got some friends that are like like transgender and, and not just just not just male to female. I've got some uh, female. I've got a couple of female to male transgender mm. friends. Uh, quite a lot of uh, gay and some lesbian friends. When they take me uh, down to, it's quite quite a thriving. You know, gay, lesbian, LGBT scene in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, when they take me out, they, you get mixed reaction. I've had gay guys come up, and they they know I'm straight, and, and obviously it's a challenge for a gay guy to try and turn a straight guy. But um, <laughs> it, 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 it's extremely mixed between the public, whether you're young, uh, like a child that just just learning to speak. Oh, there's a scary man, but hello, I want to touch you. So you're not a scary <laughs> man, are you? Uh, to, 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 like, adults. But with the opposite sex, it, it's very mixed. Uh, I, I mean, I think the article was a little a little bit mixed as well. I think it got tr- mixed up in the translation because um, my Tinder is off the chart. It's really... It's the Unilad stuff. Yeah, are you saying those media outlets have changed the headlines for clicks, huh? Yeah, no, it's just the, it's just the kind of stuff that comes in, really. I mean, I mean, you do get, um, oh, your pictures are fake, right? because because like I'm with, I'm with like Georgie Shaw people, I'm with Callum Best in some photos and stuff. Maybe you should just start putting photos of me in different like locate when I'm in Thailand with the Big Buddha, or yeah. you know, and they, and then they probably say, oh, the Big Buddha's fake or you're fake, and then I get stuff like. Um, oh, you must be a catfish and stuff. And uh, even though I've got a profile and they haven't read it, yeah. you know I mean, no, I look at their profile and they've got they, they've got a load of pictures. You, you know, some Botox and stuff going on <laughs> with some of them, not all of them. Um, You're like, like those it, are it, fake. It, it, yeah, yeah, but it's like in some profiles, it's like, oh, if you've got a topless top, you, you know, a topless picture, I don't, don't bother sending me a message and stuff like that in some of their profiles. Oh, but yeah. Apart from this, um, it is literally just generally a load of them haven't even got a, got a write-up by, bio on their profiles. Do you know what I mean? So when they're contacting you, it's just just really, really strange. You know. I can imagine a lot of women would mm-hmm. see it as like a nice kind of fetish. But an icebreaker in conversations. I was in yeah. a bar, I was in a cocktail bar. Um, what are we on now? About, about about five hours ago. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. 
That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So I had a, had a couple of drinks, I'm chilled out, relaxed. And uh, I was talking to this, uh, this mixed race uh, girl for what seemed like 10 minutes, but um, I think the bar staff uh, reminded me that we'd... Uh, we drank a couple of years. It was probably about an hour and a half we were having a conversation of putting the world to rights about everything and anything. And she saw that tattoos was a topic at first, but then they disappeared. You know, it's what happens with a lot of my friends and people. Once you get to the conversation, the tattoos are there, but mm. they disappear if you get, get yeah. that, you know? Yeah, but I, have you found it a, a bit of a a barrier sometimes that people are just judging you? Well, especially when, oh. when it comes to the romantic side of things, that it's yeah. a no-go from a lot of people. It is that, but you also get like um, like the opposite things as well, like girls wanting to use like. So I get messages or or girls saying, "Okay, what's going?" So because because they see what I'm up to and stuff, and see pictures of who I'm with, and they want to come to events or um, you know want to go down London when I'm partying at Leicester Square, or, you know, like a red carpet yeah. event or something. Uh, so yeah, you get that side of things. Like I would say, gold digger, but you get it's harder for me because. You're getting people that just want just the, the attention mm. and yeah. the tattoo side. I can yeah. get that. They're just like, oh, totally. go down here to it, <clears throat> get the red carpet, get the picture in the paper, happy days, see you later, bye bye. Yeah, yeah, there's that kind of thing as well, which is, you know, that's, that's mm, yeah, you know. Um, I suppose from your perspective then, what kind of woman are you looking for? I want someone who can challenge me. I tell you, what, I'm, I'm a personality kind of guy. I've, I've dated, um, not to brag about it, I think, I think there was a number of relationships in the article or the piece, which isn't far off. I mean, give or take, it might be might be 100 more that I've dated, might be 100 let there. Um, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of person to brag, but I, I've dated um, a girl with an eating disorder. I've dated plus size. Uh, I've, I've, I've dated uh, mixed race black. Dated an Asian girl. Um, I, I'm not judgmental, unlike other people. So uh, I, want, I, want, I want someone that's got a personality. Um, they, they haven't got to see me. In fact, I I'm more attracted, even though I've got a lot of model friends and stuff uh, covered in tattoos, with, 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 with plain-skinned girls with no tattoos, to be fair. Really? Because I would have thought someone with, like, yeah. big interest in tattoos would want somebody, a girl that has tattoos or yeah, piercings yeah, or something. It, it, it's like walking to a tattoo studio and most of the tattoo artists are covered in ink. You don't really rarely see a tattoo artist with no tattoos. Believe it or not, there are some, but they are are very rare. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, girls with, with maybe with, with, with half a sleeve, like, you know, maybe maybe like about 12 hours worth of tattooing, some kind of one arm, 
context, but yeah, just it's more personality than someone that can challenge me, someone who's got a brain upstairs um, and and is clued up and can have a conversation. And when I say conversation, it's got to be like covering lots of things, not just and someone who's like, oh yeah, let's let's do Netflix tonight and maybe a pizza and a Chinese, but let's go out, let's let's, let's spontaneously. Go Barcelona on Thursday or something. You, you know, I'm, I might be asking for too much. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm too fussy. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be put off by a guy with loads of tattoos or someone who's. Kind it's of the eyes, to... I think, as well. I mean, yeah, they're on my boat race on my face, and they're in your face. So yeah, yeah it's but, like yeah. don't look if you don't like it. But it's the eyes as well. I think it's like a lot of girls like to look into. The guy's eyes and, 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 and see their soul. No, I don't. Before they suck it right out. Of them, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? No, I never do. I don't make eye contact. I'm terrible. No, she no. goes in with blinkers but, on and just yeah. says, like, no, listen, head down, let's say nothing. <laughs> but, but there is also, like, you, know, you look at Hollywood and um, all these programs, like, on Netflix, and, and I go back to Buffy. Um, these demons and stuff, demonic, I get that. I get called that sometimes as well. I mean, names aren't going to bother me. In fact, I haven't found a decent in about 11 months. Oh. Um, I, I do like my trolls. I do engage in banter with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who, who doesn't love a hater lover or a lover hater? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but seriously, I enjoy my trolls and I, I engage with them. In fact, I've turned some trolls into friends. Um, it, it's absolutely bizarre. It really is. But they can hide behind their ABCs, XYZs, can't they? Can yeah, that's it. There you go. They, they got that. Do you mind me asking you? I hope, I hope you don't find this too rude. Just we're on the topic of Tinder and relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is is downstairs tattooed? Yeah, I've got genitalia uh, work as well. No, no, well, technically the only modification is the inking, but uh, I didn't make an inquiry about some some implants because I've got implants as well. Some silicon implants putting in as well. So yeah, what implants? I haven't got that done, but I or just just my genitalia uh, inked. Implants where? Uh, in my penis. You have them, or you're going to get them done? No, no. I've made an inquiry about them, so I've been talking to a few people that have got them. So yeah. What does that mean to enlarge it? No, no, no. Implants are like so things under. The, so I've got like uh, I don't know if you've seen my hand, my chest. My yeah. I did actually almost lose my left arm because of a knuckle duster. Not literally a metal knuckle duster, but a silicon. So with women, they naturally have a pocket for their breasts if they decide to enlarge them. Um, body modification implants are just that they're implanted under the skin and they're three dimensional art pieces made out of silicon right. so I've got a crown in my hand uh, coming through the skin uh, that relates to my king kind of thing my skull is more like of a personal thing underneath we're all the same doesn't matter what sex what gender you are what colour you are we've all got skeletons and stuff that's a bit deep uh, and then my knuckle duster was going to my fighting roots but uh-huh. obviously that had to come out because of complicated because it was coming through the skin even uh, people think I've got piercings like like my marshmallow on my chin that's that's body jewellery and the metal stud in my forehead that's body jewellery screwed into a disc against my skull very extreme um, unregulated body mod surgery oh and I've heard was it it recently either there was something about potentially arresting people who engage in this because it's technically unlicensed medical procedures isn't it so, uh, West Midlands Police um, had evidence of Brendan McCarthy, known as Dr. Evil, which the media loved because 
he was a Doctor Evil. But that was his uh, that was his name. That was his nickname. That's how we knew him. He'd done work on me, and uh, one of his um, one of his the two of his charges that were added to be, uh, an indictment for him was actually that in my forehead. He'd done done work on me. He'd done some uh, surgical voluntary amputation. Mm. Um, on me, he'd done my my flesh tunnel, done a couple of my implants, uh, and some he'd done some branding on my face. But he was only charged um, for an ear removal, not my ears, which he'd done like my. Oh, yeah, that was right. Them. Yeah, they're <clears throat> one on. nipple removal. So I talked to the guy in an interview. Uh, he'd done mine as well. Wasn't charged for mine, despite them having evidence. Uh, a tongue split, not my tongue split, despite them having. So everything he got charged for, he'd done on me and many other people. But he did get the uh, disc in my forehead, which everyone sees as the third eye, the Illuminati thing, right in yeah. the middle of my mm. forehead. Now I challenged that, um, and in 2018, while it was going on for two years under challenge, it got revoked. So whilst he had an added indictment for this. It got removed. So it's like if you commit a murder, you could commit 40 murders or 40 different crimes, the judge only hears about 37 of them. Do you know? It, yeah. And, and <clears throat> the media only hear about 37 of them. It, it's, it's, so, so we've got, um, we're trying to get a judicial review on our. On, on the Offence Against the Persons Act 1861 with the, the whole GBH and everything. Yeah, yeah. That body mod is, is, is so old. But the fact the unregulated surgery does cross over into some taboos and needs regulating is a, is a massive challenge for local government, national government and the health department, as you can imagine. Yeah, definitely. So you've got a huge amount of tattoos done and body modification done. You're in the market now looking looking for love, looking yeah. to find somebody who will be maybe interested in learning more about you and getting to know you and potentially down the line at some stage, settling down, maybe starting a family. You're on Tinder, as you said, but if someone's listening right now who's a little bit maybe more interested and wants to kind of f- see you and see what you're about a little bit more, see some of the work you've had done, where's the best place online to have a gawk? Uh- Okay, stay away from Google because there's some <laughs> terrible pictures out there, and, and don't believe everything you read. Um, by putting UK or Britain's most tattooed man, um, you could, well you could do that if you want to. There, there, there's a plug for Google. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. But, um, King, uh, on, on Facebook, it is literally King of Ink Land, King Body Art, the Extreme Inkite. As much as a mouthful that is. You, by the time you've typed King of Ink or King of Inkland, hopefully I'll come up. Uh, on Twitter, it's King Body Art, but there's no spaces, there's underscores. So it's King underscore Body underscore Art. And I'm on Instagram as King of Inkland, just all one word. Perfect. We are going to throw maybe a couple of those better pictures, not from Google, yeah. uh, on our social media at underscore room 104, both on Twitter and Instagram. So if you're listening right now, you'll be able to easily find him. We'll do that in the next couple of minutes. But listen, Body Art, a.k.a. King of England, King Body Art, the extreme Inkite. Thanks a million for popping on with us. You're fascinating life and story and, and yeah. experience. And I do hope you find love in the end. So do I. Thanks a lot. I'm just a colourful character, you know, just on my journey. Like <laughs> I love else, that. Colourful character. I Literally. love it. Yeah. Listen, man, thanks a million for popping on. All right, we'll chat again. All the best. Big love to Ireland. See you later. Cheers, Bye. man. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 